in this 12th session of Look at the Book on Romans 8. We're going to focus probably twice on this unit here, verse 12 and 13, concerning being debtors not to the flesh, but rather presumably to the spirit and what it means to put to death the deeds of the body by the spirit. So Father, come and teach us how to understand this fearful warning about being dead if we don't fight and this glorious hope and truth that if by the spirit we live, now we live forever. Let's come and Help us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So then, brothers, we are debtors, but not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. And then you expect him to say, but to the Spirit, to live according to the Spirit. And he breaks off here. But presumably he, he meant that, and he has a reason for interrupting. So let's just stay with verse 12 for just a moment. We are debtors. We owe. But we don't owe the flesh anything. It's done nothing but curse us, hold us in bondage, make us unable to submit to God and unable to please God. It has been death to us. We owe the flesh nothing, but we do owe the Spirit everything. The Spirit came into our life by virtue of Christ's purchase of it for us, and he has done everything to overcome the power of the flesh so that we could have life. So don't live according to the flesh. Don't spend your life paying into the flesh account. Spend your life sowing to the to the Spirit instead. But instead of drawing out the parallel, instead of saying, so then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, but we are debtors to the Spirit to live according to the Spirit. Instead of saying that, he breaks off here and he gives a reason for why we shouldn't live according to the flesh and why we're not debtors to the flesh. And he says something that shocks a lot of people, causes endless difficulty in people's lives if they don't see how to put verse 30 together with verse 13. He says, the reason you shouldn't be a debtor to the flesh and live according to the flesh is that if you do, if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Now that doesn't mean physical death, that means eternal death, that means hell. And the reason we know that is because Everybody dies a physical death. He's already said that in the previous paragraph. We're all going to die. Whether you're born again or not, whether you have this Holy Spirit or not, you're going to die. But here he says, if you live according to the flesh, that's, that's a group within those who die physically. Namely, they're going to die eternally. If you live according to the flesh, if you make peace with the flesh instead of making war on the flesh and settle into a nice peacetime relationship with your sin and your flesh, you will perish. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. And that's live, which is the counterpart to this. You will live forever. You'll have everlasting life with God in heaven. So 
there are two big things we want to deal with, and I think it's going to take two sessions to do it. The one is, how does this warning right here, that if you live according to the flesh, you will go to hell, fit together with our security, that this chapter is so relentlessly intent on strengthening and preserving. For example, what about verse 30? Here's 28 to 30. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. So notice, if you are justified... If the Holy Spirit has come into your life and awakened faith and you have trusted in Jesus Christ and have been united to him and his righteousness is now counted as yours, you are as good as glorified. Which means that between those two events, nobody drops out. Nobody. So we are, the the justified are secure. They're going to be glorified. So if that's true, then what's the point of this threat? If you, and he's talking to Christians, it seems like, if you live according to the flesh, you will die. And a lot of people either throw away the security verse or they throw away away the warning verse and the contingent verse. We don't have to throw away either if we simply assume this. Those who really are justified in whom the Holy Spirit has been poured out as the seal of our belonging to Jesus, as we saw last time, they will, in fact, put to to death the deeds of the body. He says, if you don't, you perish. If you do, you live. And therefore, those who are secure will. We will. That's the solution to the tension between the warnings and the security. Because of the Holy Spirit in our lives, those who are truly indwelt by the Spirit of God will, in fact, put to death the deeds of the body and will therefore live. And he simply says, to make it a matter of great urgency and great uh, intentionality, that we do this, which means eternal security is not a matter of coasting. It's not a matter of being cavalier. It's a matter of applying what we have intentionally in our warfare with sin. So next time we'll we'll come back and we'll ask, how do you then go about uh, putting to death the deeds of the body by the Spirit, and thus bearing witness that the Holy Spirit is in you and that you are going to live forever rather than perish.